Another episode from the Open Tech Cast. It's been a while, I know, but you're in for a treat today. You've got your exclusive hosts, myself, Amit, Atha, Kev, and Gareth. So let's hear what Atha's been up to. Over to you, Atha. What have you been up to? Well, uh, since the last episode that we recorded, um, it's been manic, uh, like last time. Um, office work mainly, uh, some. Being in engineering uh, brings new challenges every day, uh, which is what it was actually. Um, I did find time to actually go to the AWS Summit, uh, which I'm going to briefly talk about uh, in a bit. Um, actually, uh, something happened uh, while I was there. <laughs> I have noticed. Uh, Indeed, uh, yeah. <laughs> there was some escalation that I was made part of. Um, that took a lot of my time afterwards as well. Uh, and I'll take this uh, opportunity to actually apologize. Uh, I was looking forward to attend VMUG, meet everyone there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that escalation took me away from it. So um, maybe the next VMUG, uh, when London VMUG, uh, I'll, I'll go and meet everyone. Um, but apart from that, uh, I also, it was time to renew my VCP. So like I was saying last time, uh, I normally take a VCAP exam, which I did and passed. So um, now finally I'm a VCIX6 as well, which I was uh, hoping to do for about uh, 15 months. Uh, that must be a record actually uh, between booking an exam and actually <laughs> clearing it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah that, that has it has kept me busy quite a lot. Um, plus I'm preparing for the AWS developer professional exam as well. So that's also taking up some of my time. Nice one. So uh, that's me. What about you, Kev? Um, I've been uh, an international man of travel and mystery. Um, as anyone who follows me on Twitter will know, I were, well, when, when did we last record? It seems like it a while ago. Um, so I was out in um, Atlanta for... Um, VMware Empower, which is the partner technical event. Uh, out there, I sat and passed my VCP7 CMA, so it was good to get that out of the way. And then two weeks later, I was back in the States for Dell Technologies World. Loads of stuff happened there. I had a chat with uh, Gina Rosenthal, which we'll be uh, coming on to a little later. Um, I also sat, the, uh, sat a bunch of exams, but the one I was really pleased with was uh, I sat the VCAP 6.5 DCV design exam i wasn't expecting to pass it i basically sat it on a whim and i did really well so i was really really pleased with myself there that's my first vcap um other than that um yeah i did so i was i was at aws summit um and much like at uh, unfortunately I, I wasn't able to um uh, I, I just couldn't make it to the um couldn't make it to the uh, vmug bit afterwards i had to dash to get a train unfortunately um but yeah, it's just been projects, projects, projects at work. So yeah, I'm just pretty much uh, exhausted. I've got another three weeks working from home on another project, and then I'm planning on taking a week off. Who else have we got on a call? Uh, Gareth, what have you been up to? You must have been up to something interesting. In fact, I know you have. <laughs> well, a few different things. Um, main thing close to AWS, uh, very much like you guys, one of the reasons I've missed the summit is I've been getting... Um, 
deep into the world of Terraform um, and immutable infrastructure, if you so wish to desire. Is that all then trying to explain to the developers? Well, you cannot spin up. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's really interesting for me, um, but it's, it's getting to a point where we're getting so in depth of certain infrastructure cannot be immutable. It's going to be a whole topic at some point. <laughs> I'm sure I'll cover it, cover it, but trying to explain to them, you cannot spin up a DC and rip it down in less than six minutes. It's just <laughs> not feasible. <laughs> and they look at you like, well, I can do 26 web servers. And I'm like, it's not the same. Yeah, really yeah a web server is, is a yeah, an incredibly immutable piece of infrastructure. I'll be honest, yeah. I bought the Terraform up and running, running uh, O'Reilly book and I've I've taken it with me while I've been away for work and I've not not opened it yet. Um it's on the it's that that stack of books that I'm working on is currently 14 high with Terraform up and running at the top. So yeah, it's it's something I'm very interested in but I have not had time so I might pick your brains over that later. I'm sure keep Stay tuned because I'm sure we'll do an episode of it. I'm sure there's going to be a raft of blog posts from myself about it, um, about the you know a lot of the pitfalls. Um, there's some really great articles out there that I will share. Um, but there's uh, one or two things that if you get wrong from day one, it just goes into a big mess straight away. Um, and something else that I'm going to try and share with the community once I've got it finished off is I have, because of all this coding, um, I've produced an Office 365 migration script for hybrid kind of rollouts um we've got close to a couple of thousand mailboxes moving to office 365 um don't want to name names but there's other products out there that are outrageously expensive and i thought well it's all powershell i can do this and uh i think i'm 90 percent of the way there where uh, a couple of powershell scripts and you can move stuff from your uh, traditional exchange infrastructure um gives you a nice little log file so you can stage users and uh, out they spurt the other side into Office 365 and generates you a pretty little report. Um, but yeah, that, that's that been me. Um, so yeah, I think it's probably best now that we've been talking about AWS if we hand over to uh, yourself, Hazza. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about it because uh, I think in the last episode we actually uh, talked about AWS um, summit coming up and why everyone should be attending it. Um, it doesn't matter if you're beginning or not. Um, it's, a, it's a very good uh, event to attend from AWS from for, for all kinds of different levels. Um, so yeah, I went there. Um, I went on the 10th. Um, uh, the day before the 9th was for the public sector, I believe. And I think, have you went to it as well? Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff the day before. So there was a public sector day, there was a well-architected day that I was too late to get a ticket for, and there was something else about building bots. But I was there for the public sector day because that's where the majority of my customers are. And yeah, there's some interesting stuff about you know how the public sector is is really really leaning on um, AWS and, and cloud in general uh, to as the kind of modernizing their infrastructure. Exactly, and and the well-architected um, architecture. Uh, piece was also very good. Uh, I didn't personally attend, but I know the people did, and uh, they found it very useful. Um, so, so you get all sorts of tips from there. Um, uh, but the main day, uh, it was a fairly long agenda uh, and uh, different sessions for every time slot. Uh, so whatever takes your fancy, you could attend. Um, I attended a few sessions as well, as far as um, along with the keynote, of course. Uh, you can't miss it. Um, but also, I, I always visit um, the expo 
uh, and there are lots of third-party vendors there that integrate with AWS and quite excited about their solutions. Uh, so I would always go and visit them. Uh, there were lots of vendors handing out socks this year. That was, that yes. was very definitely the highlight. <laughs> I, I, I got the full full collection, which was nice. Oh, I got what, a different what pair of, of rubric socks. <laughs> oh, um, now, did had... anyone get any of the elusive slack socks? What? Which? No. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about socks well, here. That's a tech, <laughs> no, tech I, webcast. I can't what would you there expect? There are slack socks and I don't have some. <laughs> that's that's Come on. They are very rare. That's all I know. <laughs> and people have literally hounded each other for them. There is so see some coming to our office, and if I find them, I'm they're mine. I don't even care if they don't fit. I, w- <laughs> I will still wear them. Limited edition. Yeah, yeah. You re- you realize everyone's gonna have to wear shorts all the time so everyone can see these socks, right? So, so um, I guess I'll- what. <laughs> Al Burns from the Northeast VMware user group. Um, every day of the week after, he was he, he was showing off his uh, his AWS Summit socks. So check out his Twitter feed, and uh, yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good content. <laughs> yeah. So so I guess what we are saying is that uh, forget about the sessions and expo and everything. Uh, just get socks if you go to AWS Summit. Hey, <laughs> was that the value that item? To... Let's hey, not hey, talk it beats, um, it beats USB keys, right? Oh, definitely, and and uh, fitted spinners, of course. Um, so, so, actually, how were the customer? How were the customers on? Uh, just for a bit of feed, well, questioning from me, like the customers that presented on the use cases. Was there anything special that caught your eye there this uh, year? I, I think some of the sessions uh, I liked uh, were from the keynote. Actually, um, you know, the exactly can't remember the uh, the organization that presented but it was AI um, and uh, uh, machine learning to do diagnosis uh, so medical uh, diagnosis so there was a demo about that oh that's the free GP isn't that the free GP that's available in third world countries and in certain postcode areas uh, it was um, some other organization not it wasn't called free GP but yeah concept is the same um, yeah, it was because it, it, was, it, was, it was all voice voice activated and everything, wasn't it? So you just have a conversation with a bot, and it asks you some questions and then tells you you've got cancer. That's right. Oh, nice. Uh, so, <laughs> but, or, 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 or otherwise, <laughs> is that all? Is that all no, it tells you? It actually went through quite a few uh, quite a few right. levels of um, elimination. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, it it was pretty good actually because I can see the value of such uh, technology in. Uh, third world countries uh, where uh, you know you you have to travel for days to get to a city you know um, Mm. because they're quite remote Um, and i can see that technology working quite well for them or or if you know you're you're one of these um these people that just worry about any kind of symptoms that you've got and you know instead of going and bothering an actual doctor you can call up and speak to the bot and the bot will go through it and just say man up or you know go see it go see an actual doctor if it's something to be concerned about um i, th- I think there's value there the template for it oh, <laughs> man up come on so so uh yeah sorry could be good so so yeah i mean uh, aws summit like i said i mean it was pretty good and uh, everyone if if nobody or if somebody is out there not attending and vaguely related to the AWS um, architecture, then you should definitely attend. And there's every something for everything, everyone. 
Did did anyone manage to catch the um the Starling Bank one? That was the one that intrigued me the most, especially from an architecture point of view, seeing how quickly they do stuff and with the serverless and actually being a customer of theirs now, um, it's phenomenal. Um I'm getting alerts before receipts are coming out of retailers. It's it's definitely a different way of banking and it's something that I want to rewatch. Did any of you manage to see that one at all? Yeah, they were in the keynote as well, weren't they? I can't remember mm. if the, there was there was a bank that was right yeah. at the end of the keynote, and unfortunately, right at the end of the keynote, they were already running over by about eight or nine minutes, which meant everyone was just leaving. It was it was quite sad to see. You wouldn't want it to be that guy mm. on stage. That's a shame. What was the chaos? What was the chaos and registration <laughs> about? Because I didn't quite understand there, what there, happened. There was there. no chaos. It was just there was a lot of people stood in a queue and. As is always the case, you get sent an email with a QR code on and they say, bring bring your email, bring your mobile device, scan the QR code, we'll print you a badge and away you go. And there's always someone gets to the front of the queue and goes, oh, I've not registered. And that just screws everyone else up. But yeah, it was fine. It was fine. There, weren't, there were no major, uh, major issues. I just go very early. It was all serene, calm. Yeah, the, the, uh, the day, the, I think it was the 9th, the public sector day, um, I walked in. I got out my phone, they scanned the QR code, I got a badge and I was, you know, away you go. But for some reason I had to then go back and register for the second day with the same QR code, which, you know, they, they could have potentially taken some of the load off there. But it was, yeah, it really wasn't that bad. It was just there was a lot of people because there was a lot of people there. Was it, did the records would be like 12,000? Yeah, that was that was an impressive number, right? Because it wasn't even a conference. It was, yes. It was, I think it was about twice the number that they were claiming last year, which was phenomenal. It's growing very quickly, and uh, there's a reason. Of course, I mean, like I said, I mean, there are so many good sessions that you can attend, and plus uh, an opportunity to meet everyone, which, again, in like like we do for VMworld. Uh, it's not quite as big, of course, but um, you basically find like-minded people who are doing similar things. So it's a very good way of meeting such people and exchange ideas. Yeah, and it also has the major benefit that it costs you nothing. Yes, you know, you know, you're not having to cough out twelve, thirteen hundred pounds to, uh, and then you know, flight to Spain or or, or Las Vegas or wherever. It's mm. they, they go around the world bringing mm. it to you. So yeah, I, I had to get to London, such is life. But it was a free event. Yeah, that. yeah, I'd say that's pretty unique, right? In our in our industry, because is there any other vendor that does something like for free? And such a grand scale, I can't think of one off the top of I, my I head. Think... But it might set some sort of new model for others. Yeah, to I follow. don't think there's anyone does it on on the scale that AWS do it. But you know that that applies to their that's their whole mm. business model, isn't it? They they do things massively mm. and really well. Um, you know that that's the whole Amazon. You know, it's it's the way they work. So uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you didn't get down to it, definitely, definitely make make every effort that you can to to the next one. Or you know, if there's for the next awesome day online, check that out. It's free training. Um, it's not massively in depth, but it'll really really help you get. Um, it'll really help you get you know your head around the, the whole cloud model, which you know it can be tricky at times. So, Kev, yeah. uh, you've been busy looking at variants of spectre is that true yeah well i mean it's um i think i think we said when when the original spectre and meltdown 
vulnerabilities were, were were declared. It's like, okay, yeah, right. Well, this, this is this is very definitely just the beginning of something, um, and and obviously as time has gone on, people have done more and more research, and there's been I think there's been another couple of variants come out now. The latest being I think they're calling it Spectre NG Next Generation or something like that. Similar kind of method. It's speculative execution. Um, so you know, it's it's there's not really any way around it bar not doing speculative execution or you know hoping for some microcode updates but the um the latest versions they they affect intel they affect amd cpus um so you know if, if you're running your own data center it's, it's it's private cloud or whatever that is probably slightly less of a concern for you if you're putting your stuff in a public cloud um or you, you know you, you, you're putting stuff with a with a service provider you, you kind of want to from a security perspective you're going to want to make sure that you've got um you know you've got some assurances that they're patching or mitigating against these vulnerabilities um probably the biggest thing about the new variant is uh, also vulnerable is the arm cortex cpu um which is in a lot of android mobile phones so go- going back a few years now the a15s all the way up to the a75s um if you've got one of those it's vulnerable to uh, to this new spectre generation so um well, we all know how good uh, various different service providers are at releasing new software updates and patches for Android phones, uh, don't we? So, yeah, just keep your fingers crossed. I'll, I'll throw your phone in a river. Um, I mean, what <laughs> yeah, you, that's a bit you, extreme. You, well, it's it's the only way mm-hmm. to be safe, isn't it? It's that or take off mm-hmm. and uh, nuke it from orbit. Um, <laughs> Go back to walkie-talkies then. Semaphore, smoke signals. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's that's future. right. It's the new hipster future. Uh, <laughs> it could be. We're going back to tape. We can start dishing out tapes at uh, the next VMAG. <laughs> I think it's, we're all just going to go back to IRC or something like that, aren't we? It's uh, let's let's yeah. Alright, you were talking a little a little bit earlier around um, some 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 new sort of Google AI uh, demonstration. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, Google, um, just probably about a month ago, they had their I.O. conference and they showed off their new capability of their kind of AI digital help, which could actually make phone calls on your behalf. Right. So the demo they showed on the stage was pretty amazing in that the actual AI bot or whatever you want to call it phoned up the hairdresser and booked an appointment for a time you know and had a conversation with the person on the other line where the the person probably thought they were talking to a human so for me that was very very impressive you know i've never seen anything like that in the you know out there in the wild live where the simulated voice sounds like a human as well and it was able to tailor conversation based on responses that were coming back so is that like so i thought that was really so impressive like, essentially it's passed the turing test then well there was a lot of debate on that do you know that after this uh after this demo like is it or is it not and there's there's kind of two fence two sides to that coin so there's a lot of people that are saying it is and a lot of people are saying no well it doesn't meet this and it doesn't meet that so it's just difficult to know this was the first demonstration so they did like two or three different variations of making appointments but could it do more than make an appointment i do not know right it, it just probably can do that it sounds it sounds like it's you know it's getting very very close and when a company the size of google starts mm. throwing their their weight behind 
um, artificial intelligence, we, we can't be that far away from that future. And I'm not sure if that makes me a little uncomfortable or not. Well, the, the scariest thing is actually mm. go listen to it. It sounds very authentic. Um, and they have been quite open in some of the people, you know, kind of saying, oh, well, well, how good is this? Is they've said if it hits an IVR or on hold, it's not ready yet. It will probably just hang up. It, but most stuff it can it can cope with. I think there's one where it tries to book a restaurant um, and it throws it, but it does recover. Um, I'll see if I can put it in the show notes. But I was quite impressed by that. Actually, seeing that you know the the um, the actual human threw several different responses there, and it kind of went um, and then it went oh I need this, and it it just reinforced it and actually managed to kind of recover what it was trying to do. It was quite clever. So it sounds like the thing that mm, the thing yeah. that throws it more than anything mm. is when there's another robot on the other end of the line. Oh, <laughs> Google and Alexa stand <laughs> no, that, that would have been an Im- That would have been good. I'm, I'm yeah. wondering whether or not. <laughs> that would have been a pretty impressive. It would actually raise a few <laughs> other concerns, though, because uh, you wouldn't... I mean, it's getting so realistic that you might think that you're talking to a human, uh, whereas if they are not disclosing that it's, uh, it, it's AI then uh, someone might actually, in the at the end of the conversation, when they find out, might not take it as well. So there that, are some sort of those issues. Yeah, there's true. the whole, whole code, of eth- code of ethics to talk about there as well with AI, isn't there? Well, exactly. it was quite interesting. If you Again, I was a bit freaked out at first, but when you listen to one phone call, it says, oh, I'm a personal assistant. I'm calling on behalf of my client. How far off different is it compared to hiring a real PA? But aren't you uh, supposed to... Uh, it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're supposed to, even if you're representing someone else, you're supposed mm. to mention that at the beginning of it, right? In the same way as you're recording something. Uh, so, I believe it does. It does. The very first thing it does is I like to make an appointment for my client. That's how it opens the conversation. I was a bit like, oh, that's interesting. There's obviously, again, as you said, Google have got some lawyers involved somewhere. But is that enough? Would you feel that's enough? Personally, I wouldn't really. Um, but then again, uh, it's all starting and, I don't know, maybe three, four years later when everything is uh, normal or it becomes normal and uh, people stop caring, I guess. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's something definitely to be discussed and agreed upon. That everyone feels different about it. Um, so. Yeah, shameless plug for my employers um, right now. Uh, but we we do an annual conference uh, in in York in the north of England, and one of the big uh, talking points at the event this year, yeah, I think it's in November or sometime. Uh, so it's obviously going to clash with VMworld, and no one's going to want to go. But we're we're, we're having a big talk around <laughs> the, the kind of ethics behind AI and and how 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 that's that's all managed. I'm just going to stand at the back of that room and take notes. I think I have no idea. <laughs> this it's one of those it's one of those things don't forget it's like all the new things this year that there, there's no regulation wrappers around any of this yeah, yet sure. so it's very hard to control and and put policy and legality around it right so similar to lots of new things that have come out but so it's going to take a while right for that to catch up with the speed of at which companies are developing ai it's going to be difficult yeah. for for legal the legal profession to put something against it, I think. I suppose on the flip side, we don't have Amber Rudd saying that they've got to put a back door in it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. No. So, so um, also, so GDPR has finally hit, right? 
Yeah. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> oh. You only got the odd one or two emails, right? <laughs> the best unenroll of anything in any time. Yeah, you would have you would have yes. thought that you know after that date you would stop getting emails, but no. Now you get. Uh, we have changed, updated our privacy settings. Could you please review that? Uh, and those kind of yeah. emails coming in now. And I've had a number basically saying, well, we sent you a number of emails saying, please read, please subscribe and, uh, you know, please request that we send you stuff. But you didn't. So we're just sending you another email to make sure that you don't want us to carry on sending you stuff. (laughs) Where will it end? Uh, I think I read the funniest email I've read so far was one that said, you're probably sick and tired of all these emails, but here's another one. And it started off something like that, and I was like, "Well, credit to the whoever the company was to try and make it a bit humorous." Yeah, yeah I think I think I think a lot of the companies basically got they they, they went to um, stockemails.com and just copy pasted the GDPR email because so many of them looked exactly the same. Talking of GDPR though, and bloggers, uh, did any of you actually put on your blog um, privacy pages or you know? disclaimers or deleted your comments and that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I don't have comments enabled on mine, so I wasn't concerned. I do, but I haven't removed them yet. No, that's, that's a good point. I, I wonder who, who of the big leagues are going to be the first one to be hit by that. I, I know uh, that... I know that there were a bunch of um, like WordPress and uh, Hugo, there was basically, you could you could tick a box and it would just disable all of that stuff. And oh, okay. it just yeah, seems like on... a hammer to crack a walnut, though, sledgehammer. Exactly. I mean, I, I kind of hope that, you know, common sense will prevail in the end. And, you know, I mean, comments do typically uh, contain a lot of good stuff. You know, it would be a shame that, you know, if some, everyone has to remove and disable them. Um, they do have some sometimes comments, uh, have um, arguments in there, some other extra information in it or links. Mm. Uh, it'll be it'll be a shame to you don't just lose them just because of some fear yeah i mean it, 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 how 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 are uh, how are facebook getting on with gdpr yeah. <laughs> how are the big social media platforms handling it because I've, I've i'll be honest I've, i'm not on facebook so i, I couldn't tell you but mm. yeah it's it's, it's yeah. gonna be an interesting few months yeah it's basically the same kind of thing that you know google or facebook they've been sending out emails saying that you know can you please review your privacy settings? Um, but this is our updated privacy policy. Uh, and again, it's like everything else. If you want their services for free, then you have to enable certain things. Otherwise, you'll probably render it almost unusable anyway. So, uh, yeah, it's I mean that's, that that's an easy way of doing it, isn't it? There's, there is that that old old saying that if if the service is free, then the product is you. Um, and yeah, I guess if if there's there's if you're if there's money changing hands, then they can force you into any kind of you know this this is the agreement that you're signing up to because you're paying us this money. Yeah. It's so, gonna, uh, as I say, it's going to be an interesting few months. Yes, uh, this is definitely not the end of it. <laughs> It'll carry on for a few more more months. Yep, so what else have we had? We've had the, the Nutanix.next conference. Um, I, I can't remember where it was held, but I'm sure someone's going to know. It was held in New Orleans, of all places. Um, they had Mardi Gras floats. Um, a lot of my fellow NTCs came out on one. Um, I was a little bit gutted about that. That would have been quite fun being on a float, um, but hey-ho. Um, but yeah, there's, there's quite a few 
big bits came out of that. Um, they had uh, Nutanix Era um, for any database lovers, nerds, whatever you kind of want to call them. It appealed to me a little bit. Um, kind of the whole life cycle of a database. Even stuff I'm going to get shot down here in the comments feed or whatever. Or <laughs> feed. With um, disabled comments. <coughs> we have GDPR. Disabled comments. Um, <laughs> but there was some stuff to do with Oracle. One-click Oracle. And that made me think, whoa, 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 who sanctioned that? And that is going to upset someone at Oracle um, because it deals with the whole life cycle and it proves it only sits on this cluster or this network and things like that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. Um, one bit that got me excited was Nutanix Flow. Um, it shows you how all your VMs are connected and talk and what's going where and how you can easily micro-segment things. Um, oh, is this a bit like a kind of uh, Verney? Probably very similar. Um, I just like okay. the interface. Um, I certainly say go have a look at it. It's um, The thing for me is the micro-segmentation, like Darisette, probably they use this term, is micro-segmentation made easy as it will show you exactly what VMs or other VMs that is talking to and on what ports, protocols, layer seven, the whole lot. And I thought, does that work across clever. does that work across all the hypervisors they support then, or is that just um Acropolis? I don't know. I haven't dug into it enough. Um I know there's a call coming up soon where they're gonna dig into it a bit more. Um I'm sure I can get my hands on it, so I, I kinda wanna have a hmm. go with it. But just is it, is it interesting. It is it like good. Network Insight? Is the, is it like Network Insight then? Is that yeah. what it's kind of there yeah. to be almost similar yeah. to? I think so. And I think the one thing they've kind of... I think what they're trying to tackle with it is where I... You know, I'm quite happy I sit on both fences is I think they're trying to hit NSX on the head just a little bit and trying to maybe make it a little bit, should we say, less dollars or less pounds in our case. I think that's what they're trying to achieve. Um you know that 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 came up quite interesting. Um, the thing that got me the most excited was Nutanix Beam. Um, that is a governance system for multiple SaaS services. So we all know the term bill shock, or rather, you're not understanding what you're going to get into when you start signing up for your various cloud flavors. This kind of takes that apart a little bit and shows you what you're spending, why you're spending it, where, and would you. I believe it even makes recommendations. Would you be better off doing some of the ones where you you know we subscribe for a longer time? So rather than running up an instance, it says why don't you do this as a you know a long term instance of a month, three months, a year because you know you're going to be running that VM for that long. Um, so I thought that that again quite an interesting. Again, that's, that that sounds like it's competing quite strongly with uh, with one of VMware's cloud services as well, doesn't it? Mm. it, mm. it, it it does. Um, interesting times. They're going the head, they... head to head in a lot of places. Yeah. The only thing that jumps out of this, this is a complete SaaS offering as well in its own right. So there's nothing you have to install. You literally mm. log in and away you go. There's no yeah, configuration yeah. from you. Yeah, the realized business in the cloud is, is the same. You just point it at your AWS and your Azure tenancies and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, good, to see, it's good to see competition on those, on those fronts. You know, at the end of the day, the, the consumer wins, right? Yeah. Well, well, yep. It's exactly that. And, you know, it, it, again, it, it does things like, you know, looking at your old snapshots, unused volumes, things like that. It, it, it just made sure that you're using things efficiently. And again, um, I believe some of us are going to be fortunate enough to give that a go. Um, so watch the space. I'm sure 
I can uh, bring everyone up to speed. Um, but talking of uh, .next, um, believe it or not, we are very fortunate this year in, in well, <laughs> at the time of recording, it's 179 days away, um, is already open for registration. And it's in London this year on November the 27th to 29th, which is incredibly close to VMworld. So that is going to be a very, very busy month for me. I'm not sure how I'm going to get all the time off. When is it? Just after it or just before? It's It's just after, right? It's just after, yeah. I I think I've worked out is if if everything does pan out, I'll be at VMworld back a week and a bit and then at this, um, because I may well be looking at my MPX. So I'll be going down there the Friday, mishting through for three days i think is the mpx boot camp and then three days of this conference so i'm going to be barbecued by the end of november roll on christmas for me i think yeah so vmworld is i think that's the 5th of november the week commencing the 5th of november and then uh nutanix next is 27th to 29th of november so you've got a couple of weeks in between but yeah they this is another place they're obviously going head to head with uh with vmware on yeah yeah so that that, you know that's that's gonna gonna be good um, I was just looking up. They do do something a bit like AWS called um, .next on tool, but we've just missed the one in London, believe it or not. Although they're coming back here for the European leg, we've just missed it. Um, but again, I'll, I'll, if I see anything more local, then I will post it. Um, but in the meantime, if none of you out there have already uh, not done so, London VMUG, 14th of June, just around the corner, and it looks to be an absolute smashing one this time. Um, some key people, Duncan Epping, Chris Porter, our, our VDM, kind of a person who's been on here a few times, Frank Deneman, Niels Hagel, and of course, Luxury VBS. Who would not want to go to Luxury VBS? It is literally a, we're going to try and not be explicit in a, in a brewery, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. You can't do it. They've described it to me. I've never been, but he, he kept, keeps saying, oh, you've got to come down for uh, Luxury VBS. Literally, I think it was the first time I ever took my Uber, and I oh, it was worth it because I <laughs> it, it was I don't think I would have made it back to Paddington otherwise. Um, but it was good. It was a good night. Everyone was quite relaxed. All the vendors, you know, and again, the vendors relax. A lot of the vendors come there and they they relax, and you can have a more. Should we say? Hey, hey, hey! We always relax. <laughs> I, did, I didn't. I did not think what any vendor out then. <laughs> Yeah, I think that Chris Porter session is going to be really interesting. There's um, yeah. I, most most of the time I was out at um, Dell Technologies World, I, I, was, I was looking at Kubernetes and and Cloud Foundry. So that's something that's really of interest to me. Unfortunately, I can't make it down to London that day. I've, I'm still engaged in a project, but um, get yourselves along to it. It's going to be really really interesting stuff. Cool, cool. And then this week, just just finishing off, it's the VMware Radio event. Um, I think in San uh, San Francisco. So it's been it's it's good because it's kind of like a prelude to VMworld, and it's kind of a conference for engineers. Which again, no other company I don't think runs a, co- a kind of a kickoff for engineers. So a lot of the you know the seeds are planted on new things. So things that we've seen in the past, like flings and updates to products and vSAN, they've all started there. So it'll be interesting to see what things come out from there and what things go into, you know, eventual roadmaps. Yeah, I, I saw Kyle Ruddy talking about that on, on Twitter. I'd never heard of radio before. Um, but yeah, I had a bit of a look. Yeah. It looks, looks like a really awesome event. It does. Yeah, it does happen every year. 
So uh, yeah, it's 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 been happening for a few years now, I think. Uh, and uh, like uh, Amit is saying, that a lot of new stuff um, gets discussed in there. Obviously, it's an internal affair, um, so so we don't get to know about a lot of that stuff. But um, you do feel uh, from the tweets coming out of afterwards that um, a lot of um, uh, people come out very energized and psyched up to do new things and um, and quite vocal afterwards uh, on Twitter. So K- Kind of like a sales kickoff for technologists. Probably, yes. Yeah. Uh, gets them Sounds good. started yeah. on things. That's exactly it. Good. Sorry, Gareth, you were trying to say something there. Yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, is it talking of flings, has anyone seen Dark Mode for vCenter? Being the no. massive nerd I am, that is cool. Go check it out. It, it it's not like it's fun. not like Star Wars or anything, right? Dark mode. No. <laughs> okay. it's, just, no. it's just a different skin for the, the website. It's just a different skin. Yeah. So if you're working at night or you are burning the you know, the midnight oil or you're called out, it's quite nice having a uh, should we say a, a darkened V center. It's all black and grey and a bit doom and gloom, but maybe some of us like that. We're weird, but hey ho, we're night owls. So, uh, but <laughs> it, it, again, it just just shows what can be done with that CSS, um, oh. and what people are starting to, you know, take the hackathons out. Um, again, you know, I, I've got to listen back to it. It was very choppy last night on the Wi-Fi where I am, um, but I believe the hackathons are going to be uh, pre-staged this year for VMworld. So I want to find out a bit more about that because uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be fortunate enough to make it to Vegas and I know that was a good one last year. So um, it'd be really interesting, as you said, with everything that's coming out of this, what what will that change in the hackathons as well than the fact that we can pre-do the work? Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, coming back to uh, Dell Technologies World, I had a really interesting chat with uh, Gina Rosenthal. Some of you may know her as Gina Minx on Twitter. Um just chatting around all of the announcements that happened there, you know, the, the kind of conversations people were having, how how busy the event was this year. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's cut over to that event now. Yeah, cool, cool. I mean, I think everyone knows you anyway. It's, yeah, that, that's that, that's how it is. Uh, that Amit was going to be uh, joining us, but unfortunately, he's been uh, he's been waylaid. So uh, so it's just my my uh, just my voice for for us today. So, uh, Gina, what 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 have you uh, what, what's been the kind of the big the big things for you uh, here at Dell Technologies World? We were really busy. I think some of the, the uh, lots of work getting prepped for it and executing during the show. So, what I, I'm actually dedicated to Dell mm-hmm. from my view, and we just want to make sure everybody knows about the new things with vSphere. So, vSphere mm-hmm. six seven came out a couple of weeks before Dell Technologies World. So, yeah. we wanted to be here to talk everything about vSphere six seven. We wanted to talk about um, VMware Cloud on AWS. We wanted to talk about how important it is to get off 5.5 since yeah. that's coming into yeah, yeah, yeah. service life um, in September. Else we, oh, and I had some presentations about AI and AI for yeah. the infrastructure admin. Yeah, I've, um, I've 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 spotted you tweeting uh, about about that. And uh, there's the, the, the other well, so the, there's been a lot of talk about AI um, at the conference in the keynotes and everything. AI and blockchain and. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I've not not really followed that much. I went to a blockchain session yesterday, and um, I was I was absorbing it for about the first twenty minutes, and then I, th- I think I just got conference brain. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I've been um, I, I've, I've been 
learning lots and lots about Kubernetes and Cloud Foundry. Pretty much all of the sessions that I've been to have cool. been kind of all, all that kind of cloud native stuff. So it's uh, it, it's it's relatively new new stuff for me. Um, I've I, you know I've been been tinkering with with Kubernetes for probably a couple of months now. So. I, I'm just making baby steps, but yeah, I've learned so much. And uh, speaking to people, you know, over lunch and things like that, there's a lot of people are kind of like, we we, we knew nothing about Kubernetes, so the the the, the sessions seem to have been pitched just right, Good. which is always nice, always nice. Um, there's been um, been a few uh, technology announcements, the uh, some some new 14G servers, uh, a new Blade architecture. Um, and what was the other thing that was announced? Oh, um, the rebranding of Vmax. Uh, so it's now PowerMax. Which? What do you think about that name? <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's it's equally bad. To be fair, um, <laughs> it, it sounds like an energy bar. I've heard different. It's, I, I didn't really read a lot about that particular launch. So I, I think it'd be interesting to see how they're positioning it. There's got to be a reason they've called it that. And I don't unfortunately know it. No, that no. isn't because I haven't read it. Yeah, I, uh, I I imagine when I get back to the UK, um, my uh, partner SE will be telling me all about the the massive differences. But I did I did have a quick read on uh, of, of an article on the register. But it, it does appear at this stage that it's pretty much just a rebranding exercise. So yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, but sometimes that's important, and I know mm-hmm. it's hard to see it if you're not in the product team. Sometimes that is important because I mean the other big announcement that VMware had is. Um, our, the um, the new virtual cloud announcement yeah. that they had, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an important announcement, and that's bringing really brought um, the Velo Cloud acquisition into the yeah. NSX family. Yeah, and that's important from the technology of how that then ties all of those um, um, the SD WAN to mm-hmm. the NSX stuff, and allows yeah. you to do so much more virtually, real virtual networking stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm, I'll be honest, I didn't, I knew nothing about VeloCloud until uh, I was at Empower a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, had a chat with one of the guys there, and it's proper, proper mind blown type stuff. So I think like that's what's like, cool to me, and that's you know that's why I did the presentations on AI, and it's really. That's what we hear, and, mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time telling this overarching story for the underlying technologies, which yeah. is machine learning, deep learning. Yeah, it's hard to tell the story if those of us that have been in the industry a while, and we know, we know applications. Yeah, right. Yeah, we know our hardcore three-tier applications. We know Oracle. We know SQL Server. We know how to architect for that. Yeah. Now we're talking with um, deep learning and machine learning. We're talking totally different types of applications. Like, how do you even? How maybe I can make the connection in my head that a neural network is a workload, but how do I architect for that? This yeah, is so new sure. to us, and that's kind of what my presentation was about. And I think we get vSphere. It's almost to the point everybody gets vSphere so much. It's like, yeah. well, why are we talking about vSphere? But it's important to talk about vSphere because it enables everything. Yeah, right? it's kind of the building block for everything else. Right, but I think that's what the NSX the you know NSX announcement that in the new virtual cloud was all about. Is is it's all software, and we should be able to understand it from an architecture point of view because it you know the network carries all of our bits. So why yeah. not virtualize that just the same way we virtualize the servers? Yeah, with yeah, yeah. VCR, right? And I think that's kind of what this is all about: of getting to understand all the different ways things can be virtualized, including containers. When use a container, when not use a container. Yeah. What can Kubernetes give you by itself? without things, like how do you architect it? And these are just p- components on top of the hardware that we still have to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So. It's, uh, it's, it's cool. And so what, one, of, one of the things that I've been 
particularly interested in from from the from the Kubernetes side is, is you know how how do you handle persistent storage uh, when when your workload is spun up and then and then killed off a few seconds later you know how how all that's uh, uh, coming together, there was a really, really great session from uh, Kendrick Coleman around Casual. around that. That's that, that's good stuff. Um, you know, all, all that kind of stuff is. You know, the, the drivers are there. They're open source. They're available for the community to use. So uh, yeah, I think that's another project on the list for me. So um, how do you handle all your projects? Because like, mine are driven by product launches and customer requests. So like, how are your projects that you get into extra? How are they? How uh, do you decide on them? Yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, I've, I've, uh, I'm, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm a solutions architect uh, in my day job. So, I, day, day to day, my, my workload is, you know, it can be very, very different, yep. <laughs> dependent on what, what, what project I've been assigned to, and then kind of outside of that, you know, in, in, in your own time, it's like right, well, okay, what. What technology do I think is going to be really important in six months to a year, yeah. so that I can get that kind of on ramp and you know and, and really 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 get to know it by the time that the customers are demanding it. Yep. Um, so that's yeah that's that's always tricky. There's uh, you know I try, I try to try to make a list and then kind of review it every couple of months, and you know there, there's there's some stuff that goes on the list that does it doesn't <laughs> yeah it goes on the list and then a couple of months later. Yeah, I'm, I've I've got no time for that, and also it, maybe it didn't pan out as you know as I, as I thought it would do. That's pretty smart. Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of tricky, and I, you know I would, I would imagine a lot of people in the community are doing a similar sort of thing. I mean, I, I see some people, uh, Mark, Mark Brookfield, um, you know the the stuff he's tweeting about on a day to day basis. I have no idea how he finds the time <laughs> to do all that drink all that wine eat all that lovely looking food and um you know and, and sleep so yeah I, I i think he might be some some kind of uh, is he robot is he ai yeah I, he, he might he might be uh, one of the first terminators who, who knows who knows uh, but kind of coming back to the sort of ai and the, the machine learning and everything it's um it, it's a thing i see a lot of on a day-to-day basis and it does seem to to a certain extent a lot of vendors have kind of cottoned on to this. Um, oh yeah, machine learning is the new hotness, and yeah. so whenever I get a, a briefing from a vendor, uh, AI, machine learning, blockchain, everyone's kind of shoehorning stuff in there. Yes, and um, antivirus vendors, particular, particularly, seem to be seem to be guilty of that. And you kind of go, so, so, so tell me how your machine learning works, and you kind of you, you, work, you run through the process, and it's like. That's not machine learning. That's, it's not. It's it's it, it's not. It's you know. It's not automatically analyzing the data, and, and you know. It's it's not. It's not doing any of the things that you've just kind of gone right. Okay, box ticked. It's pattern matching. Yeah, and, and that's probably one of my. That's another reason this presentation. This was the first time I gave it in public, mm-hmm. um, and my my technical marketers have been very arms around their different pieces of it. So, you know, we've sure. got someone that knows machine learning and know one another person that knows um, big data. And we're, of course, we're talking, how do you virtualize this and not run them on supercomputers? And I've, it's been a long road to try to convince them, no, we have to tell this overall story and you have to trust me that I'm going to get the story right. So I've been, we've, they've beat the story to death. But I feel like, you know, because the... The application of it's so different than a regular yeah. thing that we have. You know, if we don't even have as architects the vocabulary to go do a Google search, yeah. then that's what happens is maybe, you know, maybe 
the developers behind, you know, the people you've talked to that yeah, have come yeah, and yeah. pitched, maybe it really is some goodness there. It could be the salesperson also doesn't yeah. have the capacity to, to get it or no one's explained it to them in the right way. Yeah, it's, so that's entirely possible. We've got to know, we've got to understand the basic vocabulary of what this is so that we can ask the right questions, so that we can develop, you know, um, the right uses for them. But I think probably you're right. Um, the antivirus and also the monitoring companies are horrifically yeah. bad. I, it, when, I think when you dig in, it's like, okay, is this really truly machine learning or is this kind of like Bayesian, which is a type of machine learning, yeah. but it's not the, what everybody's, the hype, what everything's about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some stuff, like I was surprised, I sat in... Um, App defense, which um, protects. I don't know if you've heard. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've gotten a briefing on that because that's amazing. I, yeah, and it's I, good stuff. I, I can't I tell the story. I don't, I don't think I quite have a sticker for it yet. I've not seen any. I haven't in the wild, seen any but, stickers, um, but yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic, and that actually does have machine learning. So it's yeah. not just this pattern matching of what looks different with my VM than before. It's like, yeah, oh my god, this is what's good. This is always good. Somebody tried to make it do this, or somebody tried to make it that, and they feed it back into the engine, and it hardens the environment so yeah. they know what to. They know this is good, but this is also bad. That keeps trying to come yeah, up, so yeah. it's kind of I mean, cool. I, I so so the the company I work for, we 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 pride ourselves on on our kind of security credentials. So uh, we do we do a lot of work with high security industries. So I'm I'm expecting that I'm going to be having app defense uh, conversations just as soon as um, it supports Linux. Um, that's that's the kind of big ask at the moment. And, right. you know, I, I, I would hope that that, I would expect that that's in the works. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of all, it's, it's, it's really, really cool technology. And it's one of those, um, you know, the, the acquisition was, it, it always seems to be VMware acquire a company. I've never heard of them. And then the announcement comes out I was just like why have I never heard They're of these solid. guys like it really is so one of the things I was looking at because you know it's so closely tied to vSphere because it yeah. protects the VMs right so we're all coming up to speed on it um, but you know I work for Spanning and have you know lots of friends in other SaaS organizations and this is a SaaS yeah. product um, it's one of the hardest things especially when you're talking about a SaaS security product you have to have or a SaaS backup product you have to have all these certifications yeah. Yeah. for wherever you're running that that SaaS application from they have all the certifications. It's crazy. So it's like yeah. they they totally know this enterprise market, and it's it, it's kind of cool. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to uh, learning learning some more about that. So um, I guess uh, what what else has been happening? There's been some 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 stuff happening in evenings. Um, I, <laughs> I I went along to the uh, the customer appreciation party last night. I watched the first band. Thought they were pretty good. Um, and then I hit the wall because I've been getting up at 4 a.m. every morning <laughs> while I'm out here. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of uh, had a couple of beers and then uh, went, went back, back to the hotel, went to sleep and felt amazing this morning. Uh, bumped into one of my colleagues uh, as I was leaving for breakfast. They were just coming off the casino floor. Oh, goodness so, gracious. Uh, yeah, it's Vegas, right? Yeah. I, went, I did not go to the customer appreciation party. Um, a friend of mine that was doing all the outbound marketing for sure. and all the, the organization for this for from our team and I went to see Earth, Wind and & Fire and it was yeah. amazing I, I, was, I was so jealous when it I saw so that it was so good I, I actually saw I was, as, I, as I was walking into the customer appreciation party I saw a poster for the Earth, Wind and & Fire gig, so and good. I was just like oh so she went and I didn't know and I was you know I knew I didn't want to really go to the I just didn't feel like going to the customer appreciation party it's always it, wonderful it's just it's, it's, it's great but it's very loud it's loud and, and crowded and I just was like and it, it so Earth, Wind and & Fire was kind of like a no brainer went to yeah. that but the night before, oh, a couple of parties the night before, we went to um, went to the IBM party, which was great. Yeah, I stopped. Yeah, my um, 
so James Honey and Kong Ying and I have a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so James Honey is at IBM. And so we yeah. went to his, his first and then went over to the server customer appreciation party. And that was fantastic. It always is. That is yeah. one of the parties to get into at this show. Okay. okay. And at VMworld, too, they always put on a really good party. And it's not loud, but they always have really nice food, really nice setup. Sure. But all of the executives are there. So if you really have a question, like all of the server executives, you have a question about what's going on with something, I shall, I shall that make is a, a note of that. fantastic <laughs> party to get to. And then I went to the partner party. Yeah. And it actually was able to get a VIP. Oh. But it rained and Oh, rained. this is the pit bull thing. This is the pit bull thing. And it rained and rained and rained. And he was inside and we couldn't get inside because we were outside in the yeah. cabanas. And, yeah, I had but, colleagues there. I, I, I opted out of that one because I, yeah, on, on a whim while I was out here, I decided I'll, 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 I'll give a VCAP a shot. So I, I sat, I was oh, sitting nice. the uh, VCAP 65 uh, design exam. Uh, yesterday and morning. what happened? Uh, I passed it. So oh, nice. I'd, I'd, I'd done zero preparation, but people have been nudging me about it for a while now. I was like, Fantastic. Ah, it's half price while I'm out here. So, yeah, that was 8, eight o'clock yesterday morning. Um, I don't know why I booked my exams so I early in the day. That's a little crazy. Uh, but, but, yeah, I guess if I'm getting up so early then. But it also gives me an excuse to go to bed early. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's always good. Everyone, yeah, everyone you, have, you have to have that. So, like, I, I got up early every day, too, and did yoga. So, like, for yeah. me, especially, like, I did special yoga. Like, um, I follow Adri- yoga with Adrian. So if, okay. you've never, if you've never taken yoga and you think it's kind of hokey, that's a really good place to start is by yourself. And this yeah. chick is, like, from Austin and really silly and not like really intense yoga person okay. so it's kind of cool but special ones for my feet and that one we do feet one day and legs yoga one day for your feet just stretching okay but i it, it helped a lot because i didn't do it yesterday and i didn't do it today but yesterday i, I was feeling i just was it was too much after pitbull <laughs> to get up <laughs> at five thirty to do yoga <laughs> so i couldn't do it but between that and the water, yeah, and the tea, yeah, like. I think that's that's, that's always important. At <laughs> events like this is in the you know, get get yeah. get as much water in you as you can, yeah, uh, and, and try try to get some sleep. It's uh, there's so much going on. I mean, we had a lot going on just from my view, and we're just vSphere, and so yeah, um, I know an organization VMware had just tons going on, and then we're just one of the. We're one of the um, parts of Dell Technologies, yeah. right? So everybody, there was just. Anything you wanted to learn about, yeah, um, it, it was here. I think this year is so much better than last year was. It's um, yeah, it, it, it's, it feels like a totally different event, right? Um, I mean, last year was the first, so it was the first Dell EMC World, but it was the first first of these events that I'd I'd been to. And um, other than the fact that it's in Vegas and I'm not a Vegas person, um, you know, it, it was it was a good event. It was it was packed. Um, you know, I had a really, really busy schedule. This year, I decided I'm going to book slightly fewer sessions, and you know, just book it, just leave myself an hour here and there to catch up on emails and all, all the rest of it. But yeah, it feels, um, it's it, it's just it, it's, it just feels a lot more relaxed this year. Yeah. Um, and I, w- I wasn't sure if that was because I'd just kind of gone, well, I'll uh, I'll leave some time in my schedule or. Or what? But that's, that's interesting to hear from from. Uh, I feel from like you. I mean, because I've been to the EMC worlds too, right? So, and then to the Dell worlds as well, yeah. right? Right. But this seemed um, last year didn't seem as connected, and there definitely yeah. I don't think there was as much excitement as there was this year. And it, it just was a it was a really different vibe. And then this year it's it's very different because I mean we co-presented a lot, and you saw yeah. other parts of the. Um, organization co-presenting and you, mm-hmm. there's definitely cross-pollination going on between the different organizations parts it's, of yeah it's, it's, it's good to see that the, the, the different companies kind of 
it is. Act, fa- finally starting to gel together. I know, um, certainly from from a partner perspective, the first the first year of Dell EMC and now obviously Dell Technologies, it it it, it was it was like everything was so siloed, yeah. and trying to break down those silos was. Yeah, it was it was it was tough, but um, yeah, it, it seems to it seems to be uh, coming together now. So that's 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 all good. So um, I guess I guess with that, we, we, we pro- should probably uh, wrap up before my battery dies in this. Um, it has got form, um, but yeah. So uh, thanks very much for, for talking to us, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll now get this across to Gareth to edit and you know get it get it all published on iTunes. Sweet. Thanks very much, everyone. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Gina. Okay, great. I don't think we had any other news to cover. Uh, we've pretty much covered most of uh, most of the key items that we've heard in the last month or so. So there isn't anything left to say, but thanks for listening to our uh, audience out there. And don't forget to follow us on our Twitter account at OpenTechCast. Visit us on OpenTechCast.com and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and on Stitcher and leave us a review. And if you'd like to be a guest, feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter. We'll be happy to uh, host you and uh, talk about an interesting topic that's near and dear to your heart. So once again, thanks for listening and we look forward to bringing you the next episode. Initiating Extraction. Initiating Extraction. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. Thanks for listening to the Open Tech Cast. See you next time.